Welcome to Bricks and Banter, the podcast that brings you the latest insights and advice on all things real estate. Good afternoon, Dylan. We're back with the Bricks and Banter podcast. How are you this afternoon? Yeah, good afternoon, my my good friend. I'm yes. doing well. Yeah, nice uh, nice Friday here. Getting yeah. ready for the weekend. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a beautiful day out there. We should be outside playing in that uh, nice sunshine. What we should be doing is finding an outdoor recording space, right? Like, come on, we're at that point, are we not? Like, yeah, we, we could we could be outside. <laughs> I could see totally doing that. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, take over the cottage. Ooh, that would be cool. That'd be a nice idea. We could have more than one beer up there too. Yeah, we could. <laughs> we could. Nice segue, by the there way. There you go. So we talked about this a few weeks ago, um, about tasting some of the craft breweries that are yep. out there. And we kind of, I kind of forgot about it, to be honest with you, for a bit. And then when I was driving through Oshawa today, I passed the All or Nothing Brew House. Yep. So I doubled back and I decided to go back and... Uh, cash in on our, uh, our our original idea of trying one of these. Yeah, because that or was six. one that we that we talked about, right? Yeah, yeah. or six, exactly. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, there, there's quite a few local brewers, you know, throughout, yeah. uh, you know, Durham region as a whole. Obviously, you know, there's uh, there's Old Flame up in Port Perry near you. Yes. Yep. There's Brock Street and Whippy that we, you know, we're going to be getting them on here, hopefully. Yeah, there's Banjo um, Cider that's up yeah, in tons. Two Blokes up in Seagrave. Yeah. Um, there's probably a lot I'm not mentioning. There's one in Bowmanville. I can't think of, uh, yeah. Starts with that man antler, I think in Bowmanville. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. But these are great little businesses that start up. Yes. And this is how we started talking about it because I know it's not directly related to real estate, but it is kind of, it's like the, you know, bricks and banter what we've talked yeah. about, right? So you we're, know? we're more on the banter side this yeah. time than we are on the brick side. Yeah. Um, but all or nothing took over the old beer store. That was yep. built in the 50s down on Ritson yeah. Road, uh, 439 Ritson Road South, to be exact. Yep. If we're giving a little plug here. No, it, it's it's a, it's a nice spot. And like from from my from my memory, like that building was left empty for many years, right? It was yeah. kind of became like run down and, you know, yep. it gets not in, we'll call it, you know, the best of areas, but it's also, it's fine, right? Like they, they, they've done a really nice job with it because I went in there one time. Um, and yeah. It was cool. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think I that's, was impressed. I think that's where businesses like this are able to turn a neighborhood around. Yeah. Right. They they take it from being just an average neighborhood, um, yeah. you know, and you look what's there. They've got uh, the patio, they've got the beer hall, they've got the bottle shop. Yeah. I think they have their production facilities there, too. Yeah. They, as far as I know, like, like I haven't been in there recently, but they do everything like they brew. Yeah. They do everything in house. Right. Exactly. Um, which is pretty cool. And they started up there in 2019. I think yeah. they moved in there in 2019. Yeah. Timing may not have been great. Yeah. Because <laughs> when a, you think about it, a yeah. year's worth of. And you then know, you're shut down. Everybody was shut down. Yeah. And that was, that was just brutal. Um, so these guys are, have got themselves a great little business. They've acquired a couple of um, other smaller craft breweries as well. Oh, from cool. what I, I didn't understand. know that. Yeah. It's two brothers that run it. Um, when I did some research on it, yes, yeah, the two brothers that run it cool. and um, they've settled here in Oshawa, which is great because like we said, it turns the business, it turns the neighborhoods around when yeah. businesses like this open up, it brings people in because they also have their, the caravan bakery, okay. which is a trailer. It's got a pizza oven in it. Cool. I didn't know and that. I tell you when I got there today, these <laughs> smells and the aromas that were coming from that, I was like, Ugh. you're drooling a bit while you're talking to them. <laughs> well, yeah, a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, we don't need to do a podcast today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can just sit here and drink beer and eat pizza. All exactly. Afternoon. <laughs> that's like, come on. That's like most people's dream. Isn't it? Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I didn't get, the 24. I didn't get the 24. Well, you got to start somewhere, right? right? See, what what I was just thinking in my head is what we should have done is we should have went and actually done like a tasting, like a yeah. get a flight of beers and, you know, try them all out. And we can still do that. For sure. Maybe after we get the episode up, we'll tell them that we're coming and, you well, know, for sure. get a little free pizza or something, you know? Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but I'm willing to try one today. 
Yeah, let's crack uh, one. I don't know. Like, which let's one let's you... do a blind. Okay, so what have we got a... here? We had a Hang 10 Hard Seltzer. Yeah, so you which can I think read is them. I think is over here somewhere. Uh, Limitless Craft Lager. Yeah. And then we've got uh, Take a Break, which is a tropical IPA. Yeah. Uh, an American Amber Ale uh, called All Out Effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got that one there. And then the Cream Ale, which is Think Bigger. Yeah. <laughs> is it bigger? Or I think bigger? it's I think it's bigger. It's just the way they wrote it. Yeah. All right. So which which one are you gonna which one are you gonna try here? Because I'm gonna let you go you first. Know what? I think this one, uh, lime lager, okay. seems uh, seems like it might be worth a little taste. Okay, I'm gonna let um, you. Uh, I'm gonna let you. The other thing too is we have to get some nice beer glasses, right? I've got my glasses on. How do we need so? Ooh, that sounds good. Ooh, you like that? <laughs> okay, you know what? Yeah. It smells nice. Yeah. Okay. Go good. Let's, let's let's see how Dylan does here with his uh, first one. So how is it? That's actually pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. You liking that one? It's like um, very lime heavy, but I mean, uh, yeah. for a hot day, it's actually uh, it's really nice. It's a nice summer one at the cottage. I like that. Yeah. So all of this is pointing in the right um, direction. of You the... know, like, you, like you know, I'm, I'm a straight shooter, right? If I didn't yeah. like that, you would have seen me make some cross-eyed face or something. <laughs> you know, that's how it works. I, I, I like that. It's back, nice. Back to the cat story. <laughs> Well, you know me. I'm really animated, right? I can't yeah. help it sometimes. I'm just kind of... I just do something. Ah, I know, you know. Look at my hands. I'm like this. I got to tie them under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's All nice. Right. So what are you doing? You got, uh, um, you got tropical well, IPA. I think we, we talked about this last time. Not last time, but I'm not much of a beer guy. Yeah, you're, uh, you're yeah. like the harder stuff. Usually. I'm like the, <laughs> I'm like the uh, cider guy okay yeah or ciders yeah, yeah my kids make fun of me because yeah. uh hey you know, dad, we will also have to get some ciders on here because ciders think, are good yeah i think so i'm gonna try the hang 10 yeah now, this, seltzer, i right? can't see this you had the luxury of being able to see yours over here so where's that one okay yeah. all right and then we've got our sign here from all or nothing yeah there. see we've got that little uh little bouncy sign okay yeah. all right let's let's give this a try then i want to see what this is all about yeah that one seems like it seems like it'll be similar to this where um yeah. like the fruity notes will probably be pretty pretty forward there we go all right let's see all right <laughs> good luck to you oh my gosh live not live but that was good <laughs> apparently the bottom lip is still broken <laughs> i gotta fix that actually that's yeah i'm pleasantly surprised i like that i like the one i have quite that's, a bit that's really good yeah that's i could we could. I think we could probably get all six of these down if we really want. If we wanted to. In a bonus episode, yeah, fifteen yeah. minutes. Uh, well, no, 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 not it... in that. Yeah, <laughs> this is the cottage episode we're talking about now. <laughs> all right, sounds good. So this is this is nice. I like yeah. this. this. I like is, the I like the atmosphere here. The, the change, you know. This is this is a, it's not all business. That's a little bit yeah. of a little bit of fun. Yeah, but like going back to what you were saying, right? Like you know how how businesses can sometimes come into these um, yeah. these neighborhoods, right? Like I think that. Like I, I'd like to say that they've done that where they are there because that building was left on empty. It was, you know, it was like, like I said, yeah. it was pretty much run down from from my understanding, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, and they were able to come in and, you know, they've survived through COVID. You know, they elevated the space. They got everything they needed with it, right? So a yeah. uh, good example for a lot of people who may be out there. Like we, like we were just talking today, like I yeah. have a client who's looking for a commercial lease, right? Yeah. And sometimes, you know, maybe there are opportunities like this where you go for the, you know, the one that's needing all the work and needing all the love and you can turn it into something really great for maybe a fraction of the price at times, right? Right, exactly. So again, you're back to tying it back into real estate. Yeah, you know, a little a bit. Commercial building back, yeah. bringing it back to life, bringing yeah. a house back to life. A lot For of people sure. do that. They'll go in, buy the least expensive house in the best neighborhood and turn it into a real gem. That's the key right there. Right, exactly. So uh, just back to this, these guys here, um, you know, with the patio, I'm mm -hmm. sure they're open and they're probably jammed all summer. 
Um, I don't know if they have live music there or not, but just coming back to that caravan bakery, they didn't just do yeah. pizzas. They did be- uh, breads, bagels, and the pizzas. Wow. And um, I just, I briefly talked to the lady. So um, they do a lot of things in this pizza oven. And like I said earlier, the, awesome. the aromas that come out of there, it's like you could just, I could just sit there and, yeah. and drink all yeah, afternoon. Just, just sit there and enjoy right. the atmosphere. Yeah. Get myself an Uber to go home. Yeah. I just oh, get, yeah. get in the Port Perry is a little, uh, bit of a stretch, a little yeah. bit of expensive. So it's a long way up Simcoe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Uber guys don't like going to Port Perry. Well, I'm sure they do actually because they're, <laughs> they're making the money, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're empty. Coming they're getting back. like a full tank of gas. Yeah. Yeah. They're empty coming back. There's nobody in Port Perry taking an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> not, uh, not many. Yeah. So this is interesting. And you said you were working on a commercial lease as well. So is it the same? I'm thing? trying to. Yeah. No, yeah. it's uh, somebody who owns a subscription-based business, mm-hmm. um, which uh, I'm not going to fully shout out yet, but I, yeah. I, I think there's some good potential to bring on the podcast. Okay. Really cool business. Um, so we'll, we'll leave that where it is for now. And let's see if I can help them get into a space to kind of continue to grow. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, and, and that's kind of some of the things I'm looking at, right? Like you and I are the same where we do, you know, almost exclusively residential real estate, right? Like yeah. we're dealing with, you know, families and, you know, just people in general where yeah. there's a lot of emotion attached to it. So I always find it interesting when I go to the commercial side that yeah. it's always so cut and dry, right? It's just the numbers, if the numbers line up, you know, there's no pulling on the heartstrings of people, right? Like, so no commercial is very, very numbers based. You're right. Yeah. Well, it, and it, you have to remember it's business, right? Like, you know, exactly. people are buying their homes for their family and their personal use where yes. you're, and yeah, obviously the numbers need to make sense and they need to be, you know, the, the ROI, the return on investment, everything needs to kind of line up, but it's yep. just, you pull the emotion directly out of it for the commercial side, from my experience. And it's just, yeah, yeah if the numbers make sense and if everything financially and uh, you know, all things considered, if it all makes sense, then yeah, yeah. you're good. Right. Yeah, because I've talked to Jerry Keenan about that as well. Like I spoke to him today. I've done a couple of uh, commercial deals, and he's a wealth of information. He's amazing, yeah. The the resource he has or is for us to to reach out to him, because I'm never going to get into commercial kind of the level that's the thing, right? Yeah. Like if you don't have that drive, which I'm the same, like, you know, there are, there have been periods where I'm kind of like, you know, maybe the commercial market is a little untapped. Like I got got the burps coming (laughs) over the beer now. But, uh, you know, maybe that commercial market is, uh, is sometimes a bit on tap. So yeah, sometimes I go through phases where I think about it, like, yeah, maybe I should just, you know, go all in on it or, you yeah. know, all or nothing on it, you know? Yeah. Uh, go go nice. all the way. Hey, hey, buddy, you're tying everything <laughs> together today. Well done. But, you know, like we're saying, right? Like if yeah. you if you don't do it, like I, th- I know that we're of the same um, mindset on this where having somebody like Jerry Keenan, who like we're going to bring him on here for sure. And he'll yeah. just, you know, he'll give us so much uh, awesome insight into the commercial world. But yeah. if you have somebody like that, and it's not something that you do every day, it actually is more in the best interest of the client to bring someone like him on board with you, in my opinion, right? Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, I know my limitations on that too. There's a certain point where you're like, I will do, you know, maybe a commercial lease. I'll look at a commercial building. Yeah. Even in the complexities of it, you know, I'm I'm handing that off to... Yeah. And I think like once again, from my experience, right. Like I've dealt, I've done some, but I've never, like, I wouldn't say it's that different, right. Like overall, like, yes. Like once you understand the simple process of it, right. Like Mm -hmm. we were just talking about last night, right. Yeah. Um, It's fairly straightforward, but there's a lot more, as you said, like complexities that I've, from my experience in it, right. Yeah. That you need to know about. And if you don't, you can kind of like, you could be steering someone the wrong way. And I don't ever want to feel like I did that just because I didn't want to bring someone else to help. Right. Well, especially when you're dealing with someone's business. Well, right. I mean, and not to say, not to diminish anything about the personal and no, residential no, no, side. For sure. But if someone's taking, if an entrepreneur is taking the the risk to, to move their business, to grow their business, to, yeah. to take it to that next level, or even just get started, 
they've got everything invested in that. They, they can't afford to not be, mm-hmm. you know, start not starting off on the right foot where, you know, okay, someone messes up their lease or, you know, signs a three-year lease and, you know, they're, they're bound to that contract. Yep. So yeah, you really do have to, to pay attention to the details on that. So, yeah. um, so what else is going on with you? Cause now I've seen you've got, the, I've been busy, man. Yeah. Like, Everyone's busy, right? But yes. as we know, the real estate business ebbs and flows for everybody. You know, you right. have some periods where you're not so busy, other periods where you're crazy busy. And, you know, yeah. I think the majority of the time where you're just kind of steady, you know, flowing, right? Everything's yeah. kind of, you know, ball, lots of balls in the air, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've just had quite a few people who, um, you know, either were kind of starting the process earlier in the year that either stepped back or just people who have kind of popped up in my network and, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of referrals from other realtors that I know. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so, it's been nice. So that referral network work, works well for you. Hey, we talked about it. Like I, yeah. right before we got on today, yeah. we were just saying like, I just sent a referral up to Sudbury. Uh, yes. Somebody from our brokerage needed a, needed a, a referral. So I set that up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this, this deal came from someone that I met honestly, like six years ago in Etobicoke really? that I know. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like, once again, the networking, like we can't, you can't, uh, you can't understate it. Cause if you're not doing it, like those deals are like, you're never going to have those right. supplementary deals that sometimes do just kind of pop up out of the blue. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's been keeping me busy. I got a couple of listings coming up uh, a few buyers who are just, yeah, really hungry. And so do you feel then that the market's changing a little bit or what, what's happening in your world right now? Cause well, I know it's like for me, Without making any bold predictions, I just, I feel like we've had a ton of inventory in the last couple of weeks. A lot of homes hit the market. Like if you look at Oshawa just by itself, I think, uh, you know, the the actual number of new listings that have came on as opposed to the ones that have been selling and not been terminating, it's crazy, right? Like most of them are going up and then they're terminating and then they're relisting at a new price. So I'm feeling that things are, my recent experience feels like there's a bit of a balancing starting to kind of shift. So pull back from the seller side or just... Yeah, like just meaning that like buyers, because buyers are having more options now um, and they're not, you know, like every home isn't selling for, you know, extortionate amounts of money. So they're starting to just feel like there's a little bit of a power shift where the buyers are getting a little bit more power, right? Where before it was kind of just, you know, supply and demand as always, but it felt like for a lot of the clients I was dealing with, it was like we were either week by week, we were being priced out of what they we're trying to purchase like the prices yeah. were just actually getting out of their, their pre-approval range. Yeah. Um, or they were just getting fed up because, you know, they were competing with so many people and every home was just selling for too much. So, you know, at six ninety nine, at seven ninety nine, there's probably a couple hundred properties yeah. in Durham right now. Like, you know what I mean? I, I haven't looked at it in, in the last few days, but I mean, there's a lot that are coming out and I, I'm hoping, and I'm kind of thinking that a lot of them, they're just simply not going to be selling for the amounts that they were before. So, yeah. So it's, some opportunity. I, I feel like the seller's expectations are changing a little yeah. bit. Well, they have to a lot of the time, I think. Right. Because right. the buyers are obviously, you know, it's it's not it's not free money anymore. Yeah. As we know with the recent expensive money. Rate. Yeah, it's expensive money. It's yeah. back to where it was probably I'm gonna go out on a limb and say two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. Yeah. Somewhere about there. Probably similar, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh it's definitely interesting. Um, I know for myself, I did a, a transaction last week. Yeah, nice one. And um, yeah, up in Port Perry, again, multiple offers because yep. a great little property. Yeah. But it's one of those ones where they all had conditions. So yeah. I think people are back to shopping and so, people are wanting to have conditions in offers. Now. Question for you though, just yes. you know, while, we're, while we're on this, were they like just normal conditions like financing inspection or were there any like sale of purchase property conditions or anything like that? No, I think the, the sale of 
buyer's property. Yeah. It's still one that's pretty, it doesn't get a lot well, of Well, I'm dealing with them, right? Yeah, that's true. The one, the land lease we talked about, but yeah, that's, that's a bit of a different market, right? That's yeah. a, a more normal, um, you know, circumstance to be having, right? Yeah. Out that way. So, but I, that's why I ask, because you never know, like Port Perry, I feel like would be, you know, uh, one of the first to maybe show different signs of that because it's a smaller market, right? Yeah, it is. It's it's funny how Port Perry doesn't behave the way you think it should. Yeah. Right. It's this small little town, but it's got an interesting cachet about it. Yeah. And um, you know, the economics would say that you know Port Perry should be a quiet little town with not much going on in it. Yeah. And it just seems like everybody's renovating, everybody's fixing. You know, there's all kinds of things on the go. There's new builds going in. Well, there have for a few years now. Yeah, yeah. and there that's happening. And then I also find too that the people that are coming in are fixing their houses up, right? Because properties might be a little bit bigger for some people. Yeah. Um, like you think, like okay, go back to where we kind of when we started this podcast, I was in the process of selling my house. That that young couple yep. that's coming up that's buying my house, they're coming up from Toronto in a rental apartment, right? So for them. This is huge upgrade. Yeah, massive. And yet you look at me, I'm like, I've outgrown that property. Yeah. Right. So I'm moving up to that next level. They're coming in and filling that void of that Mm -hmm. property. Um, But again, just a great couple. But that's why that kind of that Port Perry market, it just feels like it's like it's a different cachet altogether. Yeah. It's like the difference between Uxbridge and Port Perry. Right. Like Uxbridge has got a little bit more activity, but it's also a little bit bigger. Yeah. And right? you're like that little bit closer, right? To... Uxbridge is, yeah, you're right. It's Uxbridge pretty accessible. A little bit closer. Yeah. It's 12 to 15 minutes. Yeah. It's amazing how that 12 or 15 minutes changes yeah. people's dynamics when they're commuting. Yeah. I, I used to always forget when I was younger that, you know, they're so close to each other because I would play yeah. soccer in, in Uxbridge or yeah. Markham or any, you know, North Pickering, a lot of those areas a lot of the time. Yeah. And I remember there was a point where I was like, wait a minute. How? Like, because I lived so close to Port Perry, right? Like in Blackstock, like I said. Yeah. So I couldn't believe that I could be, you know, 15 minutes to Port Perry, but then an extra 15, I could be out in Oxbridge. Like, yeah. it, I always thought that was, well, they're both so north, right? Yeah, the geographics of it are interesting. I think a lot of people um, that come from different areas don't realize yeah. sometimes how close things are. Well, and that's what I mean. That, that's why, I, like, I was just thinking when you said the young couple from Toronto, that's why I said that, because I feel like somebody like that may uh, recognize that that area isn't as far as, you know, they expected. And if it was affordable or it made sense yeah. for them, why not? Right. Yeah, exactly. And I, when I chatted with them, I mean, the, their agent and our agent got together because there was a couple of things I wanted to share with them about the house. Yeah. Um, you know, they have the option to work in a satellite office in Oshawa. Hmm. So, you know, that's it's 25 minutes. Very nice. Yeah. Right. But even going back to Toronto uh, from a Port Perry perspective, depending on the time you leave and where you're going, yeah. it's an hour. That's what I was going to say. Cause like you, you would, like, I guess you would just go, uh, would you go like through Uxbridge and out that uh, way? Or... There's, there's a bunch of different ways. And that's why when I commuted, when I first did it like 18 years ago, 18 yeah. years ago, 18 years ago, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Um, you had different options. Like you had the 401, you didn't have the 407. Yeah. Now you have the 407. So if you've got a big enough bank account. Yeah. You can take the 407. Or if your company pays for it. If yeah. you're lucky, right? <laughs> or if you're, you know, if you're North Toronto, yeah. And I don't mean North Toronto, Young and Eglinton, North Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean north of Steeles. Yeah. So now you're into yeah, You're still in Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Proper. If you're going across like Bloomington or Davis Drive, like, I mean, you're getting there pretty quick. Yeah. Like from Port Perry, it's not that far. It's good to know. So it's it's interesting. So it's... Yeah. Um, you Start know, marketing to the Toronto market, you know? Yeah, exactly. Come to Port Perry. We, we, <laughs> yeah, we just don't have enough houses up there. Yeah, to it's true. Everybody. It's true. You know what? And that's a good point. You know, that's maybe why the the prices behave the way they do yeah. and the market doesn't behave the way you think it should yeah. because you've got a limited inventory mm-hmm. 
and import period itself, you can only expand um, one of uh, maybe two directions, right? Because you got the Oak Ridge Moraine. Yeah. So you can't expand that way. So it's either south, closer to Oshawa, yeah. or maybe a little bit north. And that's yeah, it. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. So you're bound by the lake yeah. and the causeway and all that other stuff that happens. So it's, you know, it's really interesting as we, we talk through this, mm-hmm. you get these little microcosms of things that cause an area to be exactly more desirable. And I think the thing that makes Port Perry desirable is the fact that it is small. It has that small town, historic downtown feel. Yeah. And you're on the water and you're really kind of the way we describe it is the gateway to cottage country. Oh yeah, for sure. So, I mean, if you're commuting home and it's an hour and then you want to go to your cottage on the weekend, yeah. it's probably only another hour. Yeah. Right? Where and, from anywhere else, right? It's going to be another you know, 40 or another hour on top. Yeah. Right? You know, I show a lot of cottage properties. Yeah. So for me, when I'm showing cottage properties, like, well, yeah, it took me an hour and 15 minutes to drive here. But my clients, it took them three hours two or, and a yeah. half hours or three hours because they left Toronto. Yeah. Right. So it's uh, it's a bit different. But, um, you know, for a bonus episode, um, I think we've covered everything that we wanted to cover today. Yeah, so it's, um, it's a light one. Like we, we've had yeah. we both had a lot going on. Yeah, exactly. As everybody that has listened will know. And I think it's, so. you know what, it's summertime right now. There's a lot of people on vacation. Growing pains. We talked about it. We're good. Yeah. We're, you know, yeah, yeah. you got to adjust, roll with the punches a bit, right? Exactly. But you know, still I really enjoyed this. Yeah. I will finish the rest of the summer and summer vacation with uh, this Hang 10. That's pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people may not agree with me. You know what? They're they're like the like the ones that we've both had are like very yeah. flavorful. Like they're very like summery yeah. type taste is what I got from yeah. that, right? Yeah, I'm not so sure I'm having this in the middle of December watching a football game. Yeah, and that's but that's probably the point, right? right. Like you'd probably be going for like maybe even like the amber at that point, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. You know, if I'm sitting in front of the fireplace on a Sunday afternoon, I got the football game on. I'm, I'm going curious with to the, try this one, the cream ale, and it seems uh, I think bigger er er yeah that was. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no, right. i think uh i think that like that was fun for me like we did a quick yeah. little one and uh you know just like an introduction to you know bringing in products and stuff like that like yeah for people that are listening and that are watching whatever like as time goes on we'll have more of these in so just don't be alarmed right <laughs> yeah and i think this is um you know we're not we're not being particular on that it was no. just something we had talked about they've got a great business model yeah you know they've they've taken an old building and turned it into something pretty fantastic yeah. Um, I can't believe they've been around since 2019 and I have not been there on a regular basis. I will be going back. No, like I said, we should go and we can do, uh, you know, do some, some video content there maybe. Right. I think so. Um, everybody there was uh, just great when I was there this morning, chatting with everybody. Awesome. You know, the caravan bakery, the staff at, uh, all or nothing was, uh, really helpful. We just got to go with a, with an appetite. So we get some of that pizza, right? Yeah. Oh, if you get the, the aroma from that caravan thing, it's almost instant. Oh, I'm hungry. Yeah, wait a minute. I am hungry. I, I could eat. I ate 10 minutes ago, <laughs> yeah. but I'm hungry. Again. Yeah. So that, that's my thing. I always say, like, I could eat, you know, like if someone's like, are you hungry? It's like, well, I, I could eat, you know, I, like, I yeah. no, exactly. depends on what's going on. But well, um, thank you for the uh, the bonus episode here, yeah, um, the 20, 25 minutes that we've got. Um, let's do this again. Um I think it's your turn to buy next time and Is that we're going, how it works, we're yeah. going cider next time. <laughs> That's fine. Let's do it. You, you good with cider? Yeah. What, what's the place? Uh, just quickly here. There's a place up in Uxbridge. Um, it's a really second wedge. No, okay. So that's actually another one. Uh, there's a restaurant there. That's like a pretty slab house. Slab town. Slab town. Yeah. I forgot entirely about yeah. that one. And so, I had dinner there. 
we were just talking about Uxbridge, you know, maybe yes. that's uh, something we talk about here. I think destination I've heard it. I've heard it's a really nice spot to go eat. So if you've been there, like you can obviously well, we, we've had dinner there on, we were just there. I took my oh, son for go. graduation. There you go. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. Oh man. Well, where was the invite? Come on. What is it? What sorry, is going sorry, on dude. here? <laughs> I thought I was like part of the family now. No, <laughs> no we'll, we'll, we'll get up there for sure. Yeah. Um, we'll actually see if we can take the desk and all the microphones yeah, exactly. and everything and we'll just do a, to we'll be do a honest podcast. though like we there is probably some potential like even at Brock Street or at different spots like yeah. that we might be able to set up a, a remote setup all we would really need is the mics and the look at our little because zoom thing here we a little can, podcaster uh, yeah, we can... it's about the noise about the sound right so yeah, the mics are pretty good yeah the mics are pretty good talk right into it you know yeah. <laughs> you well I got like, you but, yeah, uh... that sounded like the, the 1970s radio guy for a second <laughs> well <laughs> hey, maybe that's what we should do. Is we should do an episode where we're just like trying to sound like uh, radio announcers. Yeah, you know? I, I think you'd be good at that. I think I missed my calling. You'd be a bit too good at that, I think. I yeah. All right, sir. Well, thank yeah, you for your we'll time. Uh, we'll wrap it up here. Yeah. Uh, as always, your your comments, suggestions are uh, appreciated. Try. And uh, well, we'll cheers we'll for, the, for the end. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Thank you. A lot.